Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot of the women that I look up to are also terrifying. So I'm like... What three wrestling matches would you watch if you were stranded on a desert island? This is what I'm asking wrestling's best. In the ring, around the ring, behind the scenes, or behind a microphone. I'm Tom Campbell. Thank you for joining me on Cultaholic Island for another episode of Desert Island Graps. I'm sorry, what is your name again? Kathy. Okay, Katie, there is not a man, woman, or non-binary on the face of this earth who is a viable threat to me. Do you understand that? I am bringing class to Hollywood. And how do we do that, Katie? I didn't think you would know. We keep our pinkies up. That's a free lesson for you. I normally charge for that. You're welcome. You're about to learn the hard way that AK don't play. Alison Kay is here. Hello. Hello. Did you, like me, spend your New Year's running around the city in your underwear? I did not. However, I am planning <laughs> on running around the city in my underwear soon, actually, in February. Like, literally in my underwear in Detroit in February, which will be freezing. You've done this before, though, haven't you? Yes, actually, this is my fifth year doing it. Cupid's Undie Run is the organization that puts it all together. Um, they are benefiting the nonprofit called the Children's Tumor Foundation. When is it? You're doing it in February, you say, where it's still nice and cold? Yes. Jesus. Nice and cold, yes. February 8th is the is the actual run. So we have a little more than a month to raise funds. My personal goal is $5,000. Um, I actually, a couple of years ago, I raised 10000 by myself. So I'm hoping as a group that our group will be able to raise 10000 at least. And the group is going to be um, the NWA Girl Power, which has been recently teased a little bit. We're going to get into Girl Power and the NWA in general a little bit later on. But what we're going to do today, Alison, is we are sending you onto a metaphorical desert island. And while you're there, I'm going to burn a DVD with three wrestling matches that you're happy to watch uh, whilst you are stranded on said desert island. Uh, so let's get straight underway. What's the first match that you'd like to have on your DVD? So let me just preface this whole thing. When you told me that there were three matches I had to choose, I'm terrible at picking favorites, first of all. Like that, anytime anyone asks me for a favorite anything, it gives me like an immense feeling of dread at first because I'm really with anything. Like, what is your favorite food? What's your favorite movie? It's very hard for me to choose a favorite um, because I really do enjoy so many, a variety of different things. Um, so narrowing it down is hard for me because I know I'm going to miss something. And then later I'll be like, oh, damn, I should have said this. <laughs> but I tried to think, I thought about it. I tried to think of maybe which matches um, 
were inspirational to me or sort of um, helped me figure out my preferences type of thing, like as I was coming up in the business, things like that. So first one that I thought of was Brett versus Owen, WrestleMania 10. I watched a lot as I was training. And the look of intensity on the face of Owen Hart says it all. He has something to prove here at WrestleMania. He wants to prove to the world, and I think more than that to himself, that he's a better wrestler than Bret Hart. I can just say this, Bret is trying to keep Sit this down. a wrestling match. He doesn't want to make his brother Owen any matter than he already is. We hurt him on the legs, and yes! A victory, no! Wow! Fun fact, I actually used that finish for my very first match ever. Were you the Brett or the Owen of this situation? I was Brett. Um, my Owen was Siobhan Norell. She does not wrestle anymore, but we both um, came up in the business together, trained together, and she was my first opponent, my first feud that whole shebang. Going back to that match you picked, Brett and Owen, it's, a, it's, it's an absolute classic from WrestleMania 10. Take us back to where you were when you first watched that match. The first time I remember watching it, I'm sure I've watched it before this, but I do remember watching it specifically while I was in training. So uh, maybe like July 2008, I think, something like that. Uh, yes, it was, it was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess inspirational. I watched, I think I watched it probably too much, to be honest. <laughs> well, enough to know the finish to, to be able to. Right, right. Homage in your first match as well. As Which is also kind of funny to me to think about, like, just doing a victory roll now. I just laugh at that because I haven't done things like that in a, in a long time. I haven't had to. I It's been a long time since I was the um, fiery baby face, if you will. What was the match that decided that, or that got you into the training? See, I don't have one of those. I really don't. Like people ask me that all the time, or like who was my inspiration as far as like actual wrestlers. I don't have an answer for that because I feel like it's a culmination of so many different things that led me to wanting to be a wrestler. I just when I was like twelve, I decided I'm going to be a wrestler, and I was obsessed. Like posters from the ceiling to the floor, and even on the ceiling, I had like. All the like um, Raw magazines and WWF magazines, which later turned to SmackDown magazines. I was obsessed, like actually obsessed. I do not have a one person or one match that made me want to be a wrestler. It was really just the whole, the whole aspect of of wrestling. Who are the posters on your wall? Okay, so like, um, do you remember those magazines at all? I, I went through a stage where I didn't have like the pictures of the wrestlers on my wall. But you know when they do like the photo, like the photos from uh, the, that month's pay-per-view with a little with a bit of blur about each match? I used yes. to put those on my wall. Okay, same. I would like cut out people from, I really regret doing this actually. <laughs> I wish that I, I wish that I would have kept my magazines intact, but I would cut the people out and put them in little collages on my wall. And any of those centerfold posters, it didn't matter who it was. I had a centerfold picture of a poster of Stacey Keebler on my wall with like her ass out. And I had to put like a little like piece of paper over her butt because my mom would be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and uh, then then next to her is like a, a full poster of Bob Holly. That's the range we're looking at. How were your parents with the wrestling thing? Well, my dad watched wrestling a lot. So that's why I was saying um, there are a lot of older matches that I'm sure I watched when I was a lot younger. I just don't re really recall them in detail. But I do know that my dad watched wrestling a lot when I was um, very young. 
And then uh, my mom was never into it, but she would tolerate our obsession. There were several times where she would either threaten us with not being able to watch wrestling anymore and we would freak out, or she would walk in on something. This is like during the Attitude Era, so she would walk in on something that was just terrible. Like, I remember specifically, she walked right in the room. Like, she wasn't in the in the living room the entire time we are watching this pay-per-view, and she happened to walk in right as Miss Kitty was, like, ripping her bra off in this bowl of gravy. I think she just had, like, a gravy match or something. She takes her top off. Her boobs are showing, and my mom walks in, and she's like, this is why you're not allowed to watch this! <laughs> so <laughs> we have to convince her to let us keep watching. We're like, this doesn't happen all the time. Your parents would always walk in at those moments where it would be something <laughs> innocuous that would be no reflection of the rest of the show, but it, you'd have to awkwardly explain away like no mom this is why may young is giving birth to a hand let me explain <laughs> they must obviously be proud of the, the work that you've done to get to where you are now oh for sure um my mom she has come to a lot of the matches um that i had in the beginning of my career she would come she doesn't like watching it um but she would come to support she hasn't been in a while she's always afraid that you know you're, you're gonna get hurt even when um when I fought MMA, when my brothers fought MMA, she would not come to those because it just gives her way too much anxiety. But she is very supportive. She'd watch either Impact or even when she's watching NWA, she said that she felt a little better about it because it was already taped. So she's like, I know you're okay because I've already seen you since this was taped. Because you're sat right next to me. That's absolutely great. Right. Hook the leg! Two, three! Here is your winner and new NWA Women's Champion, Allison! Anyone who wants to challenge me for this belt, I'm right here, baby. You know where to find me. Detroit, Michigan, wherever we need to go. We need to go across the world, I'll go. Anyone, come one, come all. Challenge me for this championship because uh, we're doing big things. Did you ever envision becoming the NWA Women's Champion? That was not something that I ever even knew was a possibility. I, I mean, especially because it's much more of a recent resurgence with the whole NWA, you know? It really is. And it was... Um... It, it's been amazing to see such a spotlight shown on that. And uh, one of the things that has been teased on Twitter quite a bit over the last, uh, over the last, especially the last week or so, is NWA girl power. And I yes. don't know whether you can shed any more light on this without giving away too much of, uh, of um, the game. I don't know how much light I can shed on it because I don't know exactly what's going to be revealed in the next few days. Um, but it is obviously... Um, the group of girls within the NWA, not just the wrestlers, but also behind the scenes. Cause we have so many badass women that really put this whole thing together, not just for the women, but for the whole NWA, the women that are involved in this involved in wrestling in front of the camera and also behind the scenes and what we do and what we like and what our lives are like. It doesn't matter whether you're body slamming people or you're um, behind the scenes, you know, creating music for for the show, things like that. We're going to kind of dig deep into that and see where it takes us. It's a group effort, and it's very um, up in the air right now. We're going to kind of see where where it takes us naturally. So it's not like set in stone, like this is what it's going to be, and that's the only thing it's going to be. We're going to kind of just feel it out and see what happens. Talk about your first day on that soundstage for the NWA. It was definitely a surreal experience. Um, I think the most nerve-wracking part was the no music part because I'm yeah. not used to that. <laughs> it's definitely something that takes some getting used to. So I was definitely, I was nervous before I walked out for the first time because you just have this feeling of like, uh, what if like nobody makes any noise and they're just like, there's just like crickets in the background, <laughs> you know, because my first thought was like, are they even going to notice 
because I just don't know how it looks from the audience perspective at first. Um, like, are they even going to notice people walking out from the side of this curtain at first? So it does take a minute. The audience caught on very fast and both tapings, they were so hot the entire time. Like the audience is amazing in that studio. Like now they're like almost like in the know, I guess, for lack of a better term of now they're waiting for people to come through that curtain. You know, they're, they are honestly amazing, amazing crowd. You won't be able to escape me forever. Just remember that baby girl. second match in for your dvd so we have uh, brett and owen which was uh, an inspirational match for you what's the next match you'd like on your dvd for the second match i'm gonna go even more old school and i feel like i have to go with an nwa match so i'm going to say rick flair versus barry windham crockett cup 87. Rick Flair, remember, the World Heavyweight Championship is what I want, it's what you've got, and sooner or later, it's going to be mine, not yours anymore, champ. Be ready for the cup, because I am. Barry Windham, you're back in the big time, buddy. You got your opportunity, not to win a million dollars in a tag match, my friend, but to win this, the most prestigious trophy in all of professional sports, worn by the number one man on wrestling. Fun fact about the Barry Windham Ric Flair match is that that match actually took place the literal day before I was born. I love stuff like that. That connects you to the match, doesn't it? <laughs> It'd be better if it was the day I was born, but whatever. It's <laughs> the idea of Flair and Wyndham knocking bells out of each other whilst you're kicking and screaming into the world is quite the right. visual. <laughs> um, why that match? With the exception of obviously the birthday connection, why that match? I just enjoy watching it. I've watched it more than once. So that to me alone tells me like, okay, I like this match because I wouldn't be able to watch it more than once. It's a longer match too. And and, and it's I feel like it's something you can really sink your teeth into. It has a little bit of everything. It's long enough to have a little bit of everything there are a lot of times where people will say this match is phenomenal you should watch it and i watch it and it's fine but i just have no interest in watching it again but i feel like that match i don't know if it's because it has more of like a i don't want to say indie feel but like there's just like this intimate feeling with the crowd and i feel like there's a lot you can pick apart from that like every time you watch it you'll find something new one thing i find interesting and i feel like it's relevant to today's wrestling is it has a big match feel and it has a it has a feel of being I mean it's in an arena and you know a match that you would see on like a bigger stage like WWE but it also has an indie feel to it and the way that they acknowledge the crowd but but also don't do it too much things like that I find very fascinating um, sometimes it feels like people draw a fine line between this is wrestling on TV and this is wrestling on the indies if you're wrestling on TV you can't do this if you're wrestling on the indies you should always do this that type of thing and I feel like this one kind of feels like it intertwines both and I think that that's helpful when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Moving away from wrestling a little bit, talking a bit about MMA, I noticed you put something on Instagram a while ago, which was a photo of you, uh, I believe, training, and it just said the itch. Is the itch still there to do more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's something that I actually sort of regret, but maybe not fully, um, because I fought right before I signed with Impact, and I had planned to continue fighting. I think um, at the time, MMA was getting sanctioned in Michigan, so there weren't any fights for a few months after I fought, but uh, I think my next fight I was planning on taking in like May or June of that year, and I ended up signing with Impact in April. So I decided to not take another fight and not risk further injury and focus on my new contract. Sort of regret it. Like, I kind of wish I would have just kept fighting anyway. Like, who cares? And But then at the same time, I know that, I mean, something terrible could have happened and it would have changed the entire course of my time at Impact. So I shouldn't regret it. But I do think about that a lot. And I do have the itch. I've continued training. I've, I've been training actually a lot more recently, um, even more so than before. And it is something that I miss. It is something that I, I think about a lot. Because I, I see, obviously, the work that you do at NWA, and I know Thunder Rosa is part of NWA. And, and as a as a wrestling geek, Alison, I can't help but fantasy book the idea of an Alison K Thunder Rosa match, but with a real sort of MMA clutch to it. Oh, <laughs> I know. Great. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. Oh, but no, I will that's say fine. <laughs> that's a lot of the feedback that. I see on Twitter. <clears throat> One thing I will say, MMA-based, we would never fight ever because we are in very different weight classes, and I don't think we could ever <laughs> actually get to each other's weight classes without dying. So, But, I mean, that's why wrestling is beautiful, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is there anybody um, MMA, should you, should you get your time again, that you would like to square up with? Oh, that's hard because yeah. I feel like a lot of the women that I look up to are also and terrifying so wow i love her but do what i want to fight her or do i just like watching her i don't know like one of my favorites and i'm also thinking more realistically so like women that are actually in my weight class i fought at 145 so like megan anderson is 145 she's also a fucking beast so i'm like <laughs> maybe i want to train with her and not fight her i don't know which which came first training wise was it mma or was it pro wrestling pro wrestling actually came first maybe a few years into pro wrestling my brothers convinced me to come to the gym they were very heavily involved in the gym at the time um they're like you need to come to this gym because you would love it and my first day i was like addicted like uh my i remember leaving and this is like stupid now i'm like oh that was dumb but at the time it was like yeah this is sweet like i left and my knuckles were all messed up because not messed up but like red and like bleeding a little bit because i was like punching this bag without gloves that, that's dumb but like but at the time i was just like getting a lot of aggression out and then i kept coming back with the itch still there 
uh, are there plans maybe down the road to do more or are you now thinking because I, I know with MMA pretty much a full-time commitment to do it so would you have right. to be all in if you were to go back to MMA um I don't think I would have to be all in I mean mentally yes I'd be all in mm. but I don't think that it's impossible to do both I do think that it's maybe not the wisest um when I fought I was wrestling like the weekend or two weekends before I fought, I was on wrestling shows. I just continued both lives, continue my training. Um, I was even working a full-time job at the time during all of that. So that's really like peak insanity right there. And, um, I won, but it was, I was also on an amateur level and, um, I was fighting a girl who had also never fought before. So it's not like, it wasn't like anything too crazy, but, um, like anything could have happened. Right. So I don't, I don't think it's the wisest thing to do, but, um, I do think it's possible I think that if I do start again, I'll probably, um, I can see myself competing in jujitsu again uh, before I take another MMA fight. You said that you stepped away from MMA because obviously you got offered the contract with Impact Wrestling and uh, you did some some phenomenal work there. It felt like as a fan, you were there one minute and gone the next. In, I want to say January 2017, I ended up with a blood clot. I don't know if you heard about all that. That's a whole Mm -hmm. separate story but um so i ended up in the hospital the last one of the last days of tapings that january and then i was out i was out on blood thinners until like july or august and within that time frame my contract had expired and we just did not come to terms on a new contract and then wwe offered the man classic so i took it that's like long story short have there been any other discussions after that we got from wwe um i would say now it definitely feels like it was one and done i've been around for so long i feel like i have friends everywhere so i'm always talking to people about stuff you know but right now i'm i'm very happy at nwa before we get to your final match allison can i like to spring this on uh, my guests is you're allowed to take with you uh, a movie an album and a luxury item onto the island with you so it hasn't got to necessarily be the best movie of all time but just a movie that you yourself I would love to watch over and over again if you could. So. Oh man, you're making me pick more favorites. Ah oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So movie. Um, first one that comes to mind is The Professional. That's one of my favorite movies. That is one of my favorite movies. Not maybe not my absolute favorite. Um, but honestly, it might be. It depends, though. See, that's where I'm very wishy-washy <laughs> with that because I'm like, well, it depends. What genre are we talking? So, but um. But The Professional is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Um, I have since I was a kid. I don't know, maybe because I was like Natalie Portman's age when I was watching it and I just felt all like inspired. I just wanted to go shoot some guns or something. I don't know. How about an album? What album would you take? Oh man, that I really don't know. That's really, really hard. My music taste is all over the place. <laughs> like I couldn't even, I couldn't even pick a favorite. Um, I couldn't even pick a favorite genre, to be honest. You know what? Isn't it great, though? When I find that when I speak to a lot of people now, that the majority of times they, they, they can't do this because their music taste is everywhere. And I love the fact that we live in this world where, you know, a, a Spotify playlist can be uh, the, the poppiest pop tune you've ever heard, uh, a country western banger and some heavy metal. Like, it's great that we live in that time where you've got access to it all. That's legit. One thing that bothers me is when people say, oh, I love all music except country. And I'm like, okay, then you don't like all music. Yeah. Well, no, no. What's, you can't... Your, what's your issue with country? Like my, I was actually raised on country. So like 90s country, I know a lot because my mom listens to that. And so that, like I'll have um, Shania Twain on my playlist. And then it goes to like trap music. I've been listening to a lot of Spanish music more so lately. Um, so it really is all 
all over the place. I'm just going to go with a nostalgic album. I, I just, I'm thinking of like CDs that I even owned as a kid and like one that I might know all the songs on and I'm going to expose myself here, but I don't care. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick the Spice album by Spice Girls. Yeah! <laughs> Quality! Who was, who was your Spice Girl choice? Ooh, posh. Uh, 100%. Okay. I was always posh. Funny story. We're actually trying. We meaning like me and like one other girl are trying to put together a Spice Girl shoot for Girl Power because come on, Girl Power. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I, when, I, when I saw it's called Girl Power, I was genuinely hoping there was some kind of Spice Girls connotation to come. And lo and behold, there is. Oh, yeah. I kept yelling out the whole the whole weekend of the last tapings. I kept yelling out, Girl Power! <laughs> Did you ever see Spice World, the movie? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, the it's... aliens, though? The aliens, though. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a beautiful train wreck? I love it. it. <laughs> me too. It's, 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 the, it's fine movie quality. Okay, so Spice the Spice the album, the Spice Girls album, and a luxury item. So this can be anything and everything. Can I take my cats? You Is that a luxury? <laughs> you, certain, you certainly can. What are your cat's names? They're named Dali and Frida after Salvador Dali and Frida Kahlo. Dali looks like he is probably a flame point rag doll. He is also insane and um, named appropriately. And Frida is a torty and she's very small and she gets bullied a lot. Oh, I'm, I'm a recently converted cat person, you see. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it is possible to convert to someone to a cat person. It is indeed. That's uh, good to know. Pablo has Pablo is very much changed my life for the better. Uh, is it Pablo Picasso? Pablo Escobar. <laughs> oh, okay. That, you know, I'll accept that too. I was going to be really excited if you also named your cat after a painter. Are you a painting fan then, by any chance? An art fan, I would say. I like to frequent the DIA, the Detroit Institute of Arts here in Michigan. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like a buff, but I do enjoy it. Um, okay. I, it's rude to say favorite artist, but... <laughs> Favorite artist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, obviously, I, I'm a huge Salvador Dali fan. That is why I named my cat such. I do like Frida oh. as well, but I would I would pick Dali first. No offense, Frida. Frida now looking at you going, yeah. not bothered anyway. Not even bothered anyway. You've got one more match to pick for uh, your DVD. What's your third and final match going to be, Alison? Oh, man. So for this one, I'm going to go a little more recent, and I'm going to choose. I was trying to think, what is a match that I've seen in person that had um, a lasting impression on me. And I also wanted to go with a Joshi match because I felt like I know that I have favorites there and I feel like that has also shaped a lot of my style and preference. So um, I'm going to say Hamada versus Kana, who is now Asuka in WWE at Shimmer. Weighing 62 kilos, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kana! card and i also watched that i think it was part of a double main event phenomenal match highly recommended both those women are amazing it's great when a match like that stands out to you in that way and i think that that's another reason why it stands out so much to me because um you do start looking at matches differently when you're actually in on this side of it and um like a lot of favorites that i had as a kid I, i'll go back and watch and like oh that was actually wasn't very good at all but i was looking at it from a different standpoint but sometimes it's i don't want to say it's hard to enjoy 
matches because it's not when you're a wrestler, but you do enjoy them in a different way. You look for different things. So for a match to really have that impression on me, I feel like really, really said something. Alison, this has been wonderful. It's been great to chat to you today. And we've got a wonderful DVD to send you to the island with. But before you go, this is your time now to, to shout about and plug anything that we haven't mentioned, anything that you want to get out there, where people can find you and all that stuff. Oh boy. Um, well, my Twitter and Instagram are both at Sienna because those are my verified handles and I never changed them. <laughs> easy to get. <laughs> Remember. Yes. Um, I do have a Patreon that you can check out, patreon.com slash Allison K. I have a website, AllisonK.com. I mean, really, you can find all this information on any of those. And also, of course, I have to plug NWA Power every Tuesday, 6.05 p.m. Eastern. It's on YouTube, no country restriction, so no one has an excuse not to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we have NWA Hard Times coming up on Friday, January 24th. That's our next pay-per-view. It's going to be lit. Attendance is already sold out. Tickets are sold out. But you can still actually order the pay-per-view on Fight. So get up. The NWA Women's Division is in good hands. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 